Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Do we have some Deadpool box office figures for you? Do we know a little bit more about Black Panther 2? And are we talking the captains, both Marvel and Britain? Yes, this is Marvel Movie News! Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now... Here's Popcorn Talks, Marvel Movie News. <laughs> you know, I haven't thought about in years, Captain Britain. There you go. Marvel and Britain. Marvel and Britain? <laughs> Let's see if they exist today. Hmm. Uh, we are the Marvel Movie News, coming to you live from nowhere. Ooh. Because there is such a scattering of news, it spans the entire Marvel Universe, so I thought we should lean back and look at it from afar. Yes, and it is housed in a celestial being's head. Which is the future of Marvel, so it ties to both the past, the present, and the future... This is episode 182, which is just bananas. We are 18 episodes from 200, and that would put us at, what, four months, two weeks, four months from right now? So, like, by the end of the year, 200 episodes. Great, Goga Moga. Definitely before the end of the the year. year, What what month is it? (laughs) (laughs) When are we? It's just after Memorial Day. Okay, good. It is May. May. Still. Okay. It will be June soon. Whew, June, July, August. Okay, June, <laughs> so mid-September, around my 30th birthday, 200 episodes, and I know what time is. Yes. Uh, we, time is a construct. It is invented and it eludes me, apparently. <laughs> uh, we are the Marvel Movie News. You can find us on iTunes at Marvel Movie News. And uh, while we're in this opening spiel, iTunes has been having some issues with the uh, the audio stuff. We know, mm. uh, we've heard you, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all you guys. Uh, it's getting worked on, and we are awares and want to make sure you guys know we're working on it. So, uh, if you can hear me, good. If you can't, you will soon. Yeah, uh, and um, also, uh, users have told us, and um, Colt has also um, told users he's trying to keep a hold of that, where it's people... Is that me? <laughs> oh, <you>. no. <laughs> <laughs> it's a... Uh... One of, one, of, one of those after weekend of pores, days. Guys. It's a real Monday here after there holiday. There we go. Yeah, <laughs> it's a real Monday. Um, you can find and download the podcast on Podbean and Pod One. So if you can let other people know, that's very, very helpful. Yeah. Like tweet that out or put that up on um, our Twitter. I mean, we're trying to let everybody know, but we're still getting messages. So, uh, yeah, spread the word. And it's it seems gra- to be grassroots campaign. To get the, the sound out. Uh, and it seems to be erratic because my iTunes works, but it depends on the iTunes or something. So update. I'm sorry for those that can't find us. Uh, but you can also find us on Popcorn Talk's website, popcorntalknetwork.com. You can find us on YouTube at youtube.com slash popcorntalknetwork. Follow us on Twitter at marvelnewsptn and at the Popcorn Talk or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Marvel News Show. Follow us, like us, and if you retweet a link whilst we are live, Aunt Manthony in the booth will retweet you. I'm still hung up on Jake Gyllenhaal being Mysterio because I think that's just like the perfect so casting. Good. And Isn't I'm just great? like crossing my I fingers want... until it becomes official. I know. We kind of want that confirmed, yeah? It's been a long week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who knows what time it is? Uh, yeah, I really want Jake Gyllenhaal for that, and that, that news swept the internet last week, and we're still fingers crossed. Uh, we, this week, have a smattering of various news. There was no big breaking news, but it's all, like, miscellaneous. so this is, like, an annual with a lot of different writers. Um, uh, dead- <laughs> so, sorry, it's just like, thanks, chat room, because uh, I have my hair different, yeah. so I've gotten everything from nice hair puffs to, um, it looks like Gary Oldman's in Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. Both, both very complimentary <laughs> in different directions. I know, uh, I like it. Miss Amy, where can they find you on the internet? On all social media at Amy Cassandra MTZ. Perfect. And Marquia, where can they find you? Wait, it's your birthday? It was Friday. Happy, oh, birthday! happy birthday! Thank you. Such yeah. modesty. Yeah. The live chat me. had to tell us. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Marquia McCarty, M A R K E I A M C C A R T Y. Correct. And you can find me at Koyjandro, C-O-Y-J-A-N-D-R-E-A-U. Those are all of the formalities. Now we begin. Deadpool 2. It's out. It's making money. It has passed the $1 billion franchise mark last week. This week, it has pulled in a total of $219,707,352. 
dollars. I'm always curious how they get such precise numbers <laughs> down to the two. Now $53. Oh, it now changed 54. since I spoke. Tallying <laughs> so. right now. Someone bought a ticket. Damn it. So that was as of, uh, I believe, this morning, uh, because it has changed. Uh, and I think that we should, all of the people saying this shows the end of, of what movies are, what superhero movies are, really need to look back at um, $200 million R-rated film and also a $100 budget film that is huge it's already made its money back and it's it's a marketing budget back just domestic that's a insane success uh <laughs> exactly uh it was never gonna do black panther numbers that movie was a movement whereas this was a a the first Deadpool, yeah the first deadpool was an r-rated like break ground this is a sequel to that black panther was so much and like a, a societally impactful followed up civil war set up avengers infinity war plus was an important movie plus it wasn't rated R, right? Plus it wasn't, yeah. It was yeah, it wasn't rated R. So there's really no point in comparison. Exactly. There's so, no comparison. I did, that was just uh, people saying that. Just, guys, that was the last movie. Doesn't mean it's... Stop it. <laughs> uh, so we also have some amazing images while on the subject of Deadpool 2 that made me very happy. Uh, we have some OG, first time in the suit, Ryan Reynolds costume stuff. And look how clean he was. Oh, so innocent. <laughs> so untarnished. And even Ryan Reynolds looks so much... The same. He doesn't age. He's perfect. <laughs> Did you see that behind-the-scenes photo of him with the baby legs? Uh, no. He released a behind-the-scenes photo of them. Uh, sorry oh, to put God. you on the spot, Aunt Anthony. If you can find it uh, while we talk, he released, I think it's on Instagram, oh, a photo no. of him uh, filming the scene where the, the mild spoiler, the baby leg scene. Right. And Ryan Reynolds, when he's not, like, filming, looks actively 12. Like, oh. it looks like pre-Two Guys, A Girl, in a Pizza Place, Ryan Reynolds. Like, what does he eat? How does he sustain this perfect age? Look at that! That's a young boy! <laughs> what? How is that a 40-year-old man? <laughs> also, how amazing is that? They just set up cushions. Yeah, no, I, I guess in my head, I just uh, totally pictured it that it was like, you know, wearing green from the bottom right. down and stuff. And it's like, no, they just had him sitting in the couch. Movie magic. Sometimes it's cheaper than you think. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes it's practical effects. Yeah. Just what... what a great <laughs> rehearsal. Great. So I thought that was amazing. Uh, and the, back to the, the the early suit, it's really cool because the, the Deadpool suit has evolved so much in the comics and it's such a practical suit because it's a guy that carries around his ammunition. It's a guy that like has his stuff. And thanks, Aunt Anthony. This, this shot right here is the first ever fitting and it's pretty much just a Lycra suit that looks like a costume. Yeah. I mean, like you would see, yeah, you would see this, uh, this particular costume walking around at any con any, anywhere yeah. in the world. Definitely see this Megacon, uh, Comic-Con, sure. Oh, yeah. You know, so, yeah, I mean. And it was before they got wait, the, the money wait, this, from. Was this, was this for, <laughs> was this for Origins? No, it no. wasn't. Okay. We did not speak like, of that film, and it was not for that film. Because uh, I, I, all I could think of was, then what happened? There was no Baraka if rage. They had, if they had that suit, what happened? Just sitting in a closet while they paint him, and he's just like, you guys get it wrong. Uh, no, I think that was the, uh, the test suit for the test footage they did, uh, ah. which then got leaked. So oh, I think that was right. the OG footage, and it's cool to see it evolve because now it has more of the trademark Rob Liefeld mm -hmm. pouches. It's pouches. got more grit to it. It's got yeah. yeah. So I, I love the evolution of the character, uh, especially from whatever this was, which I consider yeah. this is Wade Wilson origins. This isn't Deadpool. The Deadpool didn't appear in this film. Wade Wilson did. Everything else is not canon. It's been struck from my mind. Yeah, for our audio listeners, it's just Koi staring up forlorn. <laughs> At a picture of uh, uh, Wade Wilson from X-Men Origins Wolverine. Didn't happen. And as of the and, end... And uh, Anthony just yeah, I, put up the Deadpool yeah, from X-Men Origins yeah. Wolverine. So The is, Merc without a mouth. This is why he does a horror podcast. To torture <laughs> and enslave us. So uh, Deadpool 2, making money, doing lots of things. The history of the character is amazing. If you ever want to talk about Deadpool, at me. Come at me. Uh, mm -hmm. And speaking of amazing characters that we briefly tangented into, Trevor Noah... Yeah. Was in Black Panther. Yes, Trevor Noah was. Or specifically, Trevor Noah's voice Amazing. was in Black Panther. Uh, and you know what, Aunt Anthony, just go ahead and play it. Remote piloting system activated. Amazing. <laughs> oh my God. I made it American style for you. Get in. Okay, and we literally could watch the rest of the movie right and now, Blu -ray. and I would be a-okay with it. All right, I'm on it. But we can't, so. <laughs> okay, so.
stop, stop now, or I'll, or I'll make or us, we lose I'll make Marquia. us, I'll we make us watch her. the rest of it. <laughs> She's just done. Um, but yeah, he's he's credited um, as um, I'm not going to griot G R I O T. He's um, not Groot. Yes, I am griot. Griot. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, and he's the he's the voice of the um, American style uh, ship, the simulated ship that Shuri made for um, Everett Ross to yep. then go and help save Wakanda. Wow! And I I didn't know this, and he didn't ever mention it. This just like came upon us. And mm-hmm. Trevor Noah actually said, "quote It was extra special for me because the people speak." I don't know how to pronounce this. I, I assume Osa. Uh, it's X H O S A. I can't begin to try to pronounce that. I think Osa. Uh, I think it's Hosa. Hosa. Okay. What, what I think are, so. But um, chat those? room, if if you know phonetically, if you know. speak Hosa, uh, because they speak Hosa in the movie, he said there were subtitles, and I was like, I don't need subtitles. I don't need your subtitles. This is just for me right now. Nobody else listen. This reminds me of my mom, and that's mm. the cutest thing. Uh, Trevor Noah is his. The man's story is insane, and to find out he got to speak a language, a native tongue from his country and like in this movie i just love everything about this story yeah um uh, for anybody that doesn't know trevor noah he has a late night show um took over this little show called the daily show (laughs) so um i haven't kept up with it but um every now and again i'll check back in and it's always solid stuff yeah no i like a lot of their correspondence that they have on there so the daily show has been amazing for like 15 years uh and trevor noah did a great job it's hard to follow john stewart in anything even like a stand-up special much less his show and trevor noah like is brilliant does a great job uh and i just love that he got to be part of the marvel universe yeah that dude works yeah, absolutely. And I like Zeno Hour. We need a Black Panther commentary with Marquis McCarty. You know what? Um, we'll we'll put it on the to do list to do a watch along. Yeah. You know, further further down. <laughs> further when I know down what day right it now. is. I know when we can figure out what day it is, with... what time it is, and when the two hundredth show is. May. <laughs> so yes we uh watch alongs definitely uh we'll, we'll be back on the agenda at some point along with a slew of other announcements as the world progresses speaking of announcements uh black panther 2 release date possibilities are cooking now mm-hmm. we since they released that giant slate of unnamed release dates have been assuming black panther 2 is amongst them and we won't spoil it for the four people that haven't seen infinity war but i'm very curious how that plays out after infinity war mm. so i I'm curious how they're going to advertise Spider-Man because of similar reasons. I'm also curious how they're going to announce anything with Black Panther, how anything can go forward. And I love the fact that the slate is just big question marks because that keeps the mystery alive. So rumor has it that one of the dates, uh, maybe May or July 31st in 2020 or May, July or November 2021 might be Black Panther. Uh, Ryan Coogler very much is being courted to return. Kevin Feige has already publicly been like, yo, yo, please, like, yes, whatever you want. Uh, And... He also said, uh, quote, one of my the favorite pastimes at Marvel Studios is sitting around in a part one and talking and dreaming about what we could do in a part two. There have been plenty of those conversations as we were putting together the first Black Panther. We have ideas in a pretty solid direction at where we want to head with the second one. So I think once it, like when it rains, it pours. Once we start getting information, it's going to be like, yeah. this movie's ready. <laughs> so I'm excited. Bone saws and ready. Bone saws ready. <laughs> uh, Amy, do we have any uh, questions or comments going on in the in the chat room? Uh, about any of the stuff that we are we've been covering. Well, some people want Trevor Noah to be Captain Britain. Oh, oh. yeah, I'd be okay He's with that. Accent. And then I mean, yeah. we've got some people guessing for when we could have Black Panther mm-hmm. two, uh, July twenty twenty, February twenty twenty two. I mean, it's all up in the air, so I think it keeps us on our toes. I love that. Yeah, yeah. I'm in the you keep know, me in the dark claw like camp. I know, and you know what I'm thinking? Uh, what would be great? Like the day, the day after Avengers Four, that's when they announce. Oh, and by the way, we here's have, our slate. Here's here's the slate that's coming up. There you go. What they should do, or like the Monday after the weekend. I was thinking two weekends after, so it makes all its money. It makes mm-hmm. its initial money, and then once they announce it, we want to revisit it so they see how it ties into the announcement. Ooh. So then it has another surge weekend three. Oh well, how about they give us a little bit of a trailer uh, by then, like the two weeks after. So then after. we know so the Then wait. you want to go back and watch because you just saw the trailer. And you're like, perfect. I need to see. And how these eggs all land and where it builds up. Yes. Call us Kevin Feige. We have ideas. I know. We've got all the ideas. <laughs> we know. We know. You don't know what you're doing over there with your perfect film universe. But if you need any <laughs> ideas, we got you. Uh, so Black Panther two, I think we'll hear a lot when we hear anything. It sounds yes. like. I think it's just an announcement away of a villain and plot and, and Coogler being attached. It feels like everything's pretty solid. It's just getting that information out there, which I'm excited about. Yeah. Uh, speaking of movies. That, oops, yeah. I liked, I liked um, uh, Kevin Feige's um, uh, um, 
well, I'm just paraphrasing the, the quote then, where he's like, um, I can't really say anything about this, but this is absolutely going to happen <laughs> for Black Panther 2. Yeah. It's like, that's perfect. That's exactly it. And um, it seems like there is a very strong chance that Ryan Coogler is going to be uh, part of it. And then um, some other people were saying, oh, well, maybe you could get uh, Donald Glover in there I and such and such. And, and he said that that is such a minor chance. Yeah. Because think about it, we already have him in Homecoming. He's already Miles' uncle. Yeah, he's already Aaron Davis. This, and know? that's in canon, so it'd be hard to make like yeah, Aaron so Davis like, is not in Wakanda. Yeah, let's let's just let him rest. There there are other black people we can use. You know, there's so many. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I know um, Donald Glover is very very um, popular, and he uh, I haven't seen Solo yet, but I hear he did such an amazing job yeah. in Solo. So it's like he's he's everywhere. He's living and breathing the dream, and it's fantastic. Oh, I love it so, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, someone in the live chat just asked uh, about him being the prowler somehow, but if he could, <laughs> uh, he could also be a good uh, Akibe, which would be awesome. But, Akibe, yeah. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I think he's pretty locked in his there. And when, I think that role's going to grow. Like, Homecoming will have more of him. Yeah, and when I think Akibe, because of um, his origin and because of how much is behind him and that he would be the closest thing to a... He's kind of like a Kingpin slash Joker. Yeah, he's More big. Joker than Kingpin type um, for Black Panther. I think of somebody like Mahershala Ali. Yeah, same. You know, someone who has that gravitas and that um, incredible emotional depth um, that he could get. It'd be really creepy yeah. if he got, like, really happy and, you know, in that weird way. So it's, like, something like that. Uh, an actor like that that has, like, that, that just that expanse of yeah. um, acting experience too. So. If uh, if Sterling K. Brown wasn't already in the universe. And I know, world, right? Man, I love that oh. <laughs> uh, So, also in the world of Marvel and the Slate and upcoming movies before Avengers 4, we get Captain Marvel. Now, what's interesting about that is before she even shot Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. Brie Larson played Captain Marvel in Avengers 4 because of the way the schedule was and I love that idea because yeah. she basically knew how her character's arc ended in a movie that hadn't been shot yet because she had to shoot its follow-up because of the way the schedule worked, and that's such a funny concept. So, uh, after being teased for years, she'll be making her highly anticipated debut in March 2019, and then mere months later, Avengers 4 will drop, and uh, they told the writers of Avengers Infinity War Part 2 slash 4, whatever it's going to be called, talked to Collider and said, quote, we were in the position where we were with Spider-Man and Panther where Brie was going to have to shoot her scenes, I think it's okay to say, before she shot Captain Marvel. So, we can't really talk about what was decided, but it was clearly a conversation we had to have Ryan and Anna who didn't exist yet before when we started that process. So you're going to have Brie bringing directors on and we're trying to set up something that will work for our movie and not screw up their movie. So it sounds like Avengers 4 was an incredibly collaborative process. There were tons of writers, directors, actors, all making sure everything lined up well. And that's why this MCU is such a well-oiled machine. Is like people aren't fighting for power. They're sharing it. They're going, oh, let's make this the best thing ever. And Captain Marvel played Captain Marvel before she got to be her own Captain Marvel in her own movie. So I'm really curious how that character arc develops, what that movie means, and how the 90s uh, timeline plays out. You, yeah, the thing that I find uh, particularly interesting with it is that she got to play with her final form before she ever had to play with yeah. the origin story. So it's like she was uh, basically, I don't know, a Raichu before she ever had to be Pikachu. Yep. I, of course I choose Charizard the... before Charmander. There you go. Like it's... it's And that's really interesting. I, I wonder what they have her in i mean yeah. is she mohawk you know is no, how, what what costume do they go with uh, obviously it would be the red and blue mm-hmm. um because they they need to start off with the green yeah, yeah. so um obviously because of like marvell and because of that progression but how fun is that where it's just like you show up on set and be like hey so we're gonna have to let you in on some things i'm me in the future don't worry your about timeline. <laughs> so there, there's that and then there are basically They've basically worked backward to then get to that point. But yeah. sometimes that's easier. Yeah, and like on a show, sometimes you're going to shoot episode nine before episode two. Yeah. So it's a lot like that. And then, you know, if you're, if you're acting and getting right in the headspace, totally works out fine. I just, it's very funny to me. <laughs> uh, and speaking of Infinity War, we have some minor details about why Sharon Carter couldn't come back. Uh, Peggy Carter's grandniece didn't make the cut of Infinity War. Uh, and basically, they didn't have time to do, like we talked about with Captain America and Iron Man not getting to meet up before the movie. Because the last mm-hmm. we saw them, Civil War had happened. And it's funny because if you watch Infinity War, they don't. If you think about it, there's not a single moment because one's in space. So it's much strange. like that, Captain America doesn't have time to like visit the old neighborhood while he's like out hiding. 
so that meant Sharon Carter didn't get the chance to make an appearance. Uh, it wasn't slighting the actress or anything else. It's just that movie is already so gargantuan. Uh, and they also, and this is a, a spoiler safe for Infinity War at this point, you think, right? Yeah, I, okay. think, I think at this point, I mean, well, it's been like a month. Yeah. Has it been a month? I don't know time. It, time it is a construct. A month, yeah. It hasn't been a month? I think it's, it's a month been a month. It's been a month. Ha <laughs> Time is it's back! It's been a month! <laughs> a month ago. So, uh, a spoiler. Uh, Red Skull is in the movie. And basically, <laughs> when they were talking about that, they said he was always part of the plan. They just didn't know where to put him. So, as soon as he disappeared in Captain America First Avenger, they were like, let's get him back. <laughs> and he was already uh, tied into coming back in the chronology. And I personally think where they used him was perfect. Yeah, yeah, I know. It, it, he was such a pleasant surprise. Yeah. I did not, of out of everybody that's, you know, just been a part of the MCU, did not actually expect to see him again. I didn't either. It was just one of those things where it's like, oh, okay, he's dead now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that kind of a thing. Be like, oh, he's a shade of dead. But he, you know, he's dead. He's a custodian of the Soul Stone. Yeah. You know, that kind of a thing. And it's like, wow, that's... That's a fitting punishment for him. I really enjoy that. And the, like to be so close to your goal and not be able to achieve it is such a hell. I love the concept yes. of like, oh, a stone I can't have. And then how about that? When, when it is actually taken, then he's still in a form of hell. Like whether or yeah. not he then, you know, becomes corporeal or not he still has no hope at right. getting any of the stones. And he serves such a great function to the film because without that role, we wouldn't know that Thanos actually felt love for Gamora. We wouldn't know the depth of yeah. Thanos because that narration kind of showed like, no, these tears aren't for you. That shows without that, it would have been a, a much more stiff scene. So I exactly. love that we had this exposition by way of Red Skull. What beautiful storytelling. Like, <laughs> he's the custodian of death. Oh, by the way, he's the Red Skull. And the imagery mirrored the imagery of death in the comics by being a skull in a cloak. Like, it just, it tied in together so well. I was so impressed. Yeah. And uh, with the Sharon Carter part, I know that I had a, a number of uh, rabid nerds like ourselves uh, that were uh, really all about the angle that um, uh, Steve Rogers and uh, Natasha mm -hmm. had had you know, liaisons. some sort of liaisons, and then that's why that whole scene was awkward when mm. when uh, Bruce um, Bruce Banner shows up. <laughs> I'm trying not to say their actor names. Oh, I'm yeah, trying like to Mark use Bruce. character names. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and um, I was always like, no, no, they're Sharon. I mean, she's not there, but no, they're Sharon. So this validates me. <laughs> yes, this is the thing. Yes, he was on the run. Yeah, this, well, we just said it's just, and then plus that's such a that's such an awkward pairing for me for um, Black Widow and Captain America. That's something I don't want. It doesn't work for me. Yeah, not right. quite. I liked uh, her and Hawkeye better until I met Hawkeye's family, and I was like, oh, they're perfect. <laughs> then it's Haw like, oh, okay, they're buds. They're like siblings. Yeah, yeah. Like, I totally get that. Because of Budapest, mm. which we'll find out one day. We'll never find out about Budapest. Always about Budapest. <laughs> Every episode of this show, I want to know about Budapest. You remember Budapest, Budapest differently is so than important I do. To me. Oh, it's so good. The necklace is great. Uh, speaking of captains, Captain oh. Britain. Indeed. So, a man named Orlando Bloom. You may have heard of him. He wants Who? to be... <laughs> you know, Legolas. Legolas. From the, Lord of the Rings. The hobbits are going to Isengard. To Isengard. To Isengard. When the first <laughs> hobbits are going to Isengard. To Isengard they go. In the beginning of YouTube, you can Google that. It's a whole thing. Uh, he was talking about basically wanting to be part of the MCU and wanting to be part of Marvel. So one, that's exciting because Marvel has gotten so big, actors are now publicly being like, please. And two... This man knows who Captain Britain is, a character that does not get talked about very often, not in the deep corners of Marvel. Uh, the 41-year-old Pirates Caribbean actor said, quote, You know, I really think it's about timing. I've not been asked, but I've met with people over there, and it's one of those things where I took a lot of time out to raise my son, and after being in a big franchise, Pirates, it was more about wanting to be there for him. I do read Marvel a little bit. Who's the British one? Captain Britain! So there you go. <laughs> Terrible costume, though. And also, you've got Captain America. So what's he gonna do? Captain Britain versus Captain America? What is he reading that has Captain Britain in it? I, I'm i not certain. You know, uh, when I saw this news, I started racking my brain for Captain Britain. There wasn't a lot there. I'm like, <laughs> maybe the, the stuff with I mean, Cap and the so, with the stone, the t like he was in that briefly, he was in the Spider-Verse briefly. Yeah, I mean, the only reason why I really even know of uh, Captain Britain is because he was part of the uh, um, Contest of Champions mm -hmm. by Grandmaster. I, I think it was him and... Black Mask, Black Knight, because mm. Black Mask is DC. Uh, it was him and Black Knight, I want to say, and you know, cool. There was a fight. You know, <laughs> <laughs> they they were there. Yeah, they were there at the fight. He always place. feels like the guy that shows up is like, I'll help. Yeah, like, he's I, remember, the... I do remember that it was like I think his powers are. It was like um, 
I know it was endowed by magic mm -hmm. and uh, like a whole Merlin type of thing, which is makes sense because Britain, right. you know, and this, I believe there was a scepter and an amulet and then eventually it like had to be absorbed into his uniform. So then like that's how he he had to wear the uniform for his power i'm sorry excalibur? if i'm getting this didn't he have like, i think it was soul? part of yeah, excalibur like, like there was a, i know he was part of like i think he was part of our hellfire hellfire club you I found the say. character we legitimately did yeah not sorry if everything that i'm saying is wrong ah xenomower says let excalibur, me know. yeah i thought it was it was excalibur, okay excalibur. So we're, we're partly right. yeah and then i for some reason for some reason, when I'm looking at him, I think it's like something with his emotions made him stronger or something. He's also got a beard, which is cool. Yeah. Oh, it's a beard? <laughs> <laughs> no one has a beard under masks. And oh, Captain Britain does. I've always thought that go. was a cool visual. Because like, if you think about it, a lot of people have beards and they don't get repped in comics a lot because they're hard to draw. So, oh, Captain Britain has beard. Uh, so. in, in the live chat, Zayas uh, says a great list of actors to play him. Okay. Kit Harrington, Richard Madden, uh, Alexander Skarsgård, or John Boyega. All of those are great. Mm. And then uh, Wade Reynolds said Ben Barnes. I'm like, cool. Oh, yeah. I like I like Ben Barnes. He's doing some great work on a TV show though. Ben Barnes. Oh yeah, that's right. We need we need to we keep need more we need that. to keep um his puzzle piece in there. <laughs> he plays Jigsaw. That that was my that was my attempt at puns? humor. You see those puns? Oh, no puns. Get those puzzle pieces in there. Oh. <laughs> Speaking of Netflix. There are a series of things coming to Netflix from the Marvel Universe. In June, we have Thor Ragnarok and the 5th, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 5 on the 17th, and Luke Cage Season 2 on the 22nd. So, June on Netflix is awesome for people that enjoy yes. this show because there is so much coming. Uh, I am so excited for Luke Cage Season 2 because I expect to get a lot of new uh, Spotify tracks. <laughs> I got so much music out of Luke Cage season one. That's like one of the things I'm most excited about. Yeah, that's the one that I'm uh, seriously looking forward to because obviously I already own Thor Ragnarok. I mean, hey. <laughs> okay. We got and, it on Blu-ray. Yeah, and then um, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I still haven't seen the finale yet. I'm realizing that right now, especially because we're about to go into uh, TV talk. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I realize I still haven't caught up on Legion. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. It's a lot of content. I'm glad, I'm glad we have Amy here. Yep. Do. But yeah, I'm really looking forward to um, this season two for Luke Cage. I feel like the, you know, I feel like the things that we didn't feel like were necessarily wrong, but mm -hmm. that were unfocused with the first season. Yeah. When, you know, bringing mid -season, in mid-season certain that mid-season bringing in that and having to build this, you know, house yeah. of this baddie that just didn't need to happen in that way, I feel like they're going to um, get all of that right this time around. Well, the foundation's strong. I, oh, like, yeah. The, the teaser is incredible. The trailer's incredible. Like, we love Mike Coulter as Luke Cage. Mm -hmm. All the pieces are there. I do agree that, like, they learned that one mistake, which was a fairly jarring mistake, because it yeah. affected the whole second half, but... That's an easy fix for season, not easy, but season two, they know not to do that thing. Yeah, I think I think they're very aware of that. And, that, and I'm excited about learning uh, more about um, New York through the eyes of Luke Cage, because that's something that season one did really well. Mm -hmm. New York itself as a city was like another character in it. Yeah. That and all of these books that I had completely forgotten uh, yeah. that I loved reading, like The Invisible Man, for instance. And, uh, you know, them bringing, you know, that element, you know, a literature element into season one. I'm looking forward for them doing that in season two. Same. And I'm, I'm looking forward to the world growth because Netflix yes. does a really good job making that New York corner feel very, like, part of the town. And mm -hmm. Luke Cage did arguably the best of any of them, like, where the, the city of Harlem felt like a pulse. It felt like a living, breathing thing that needed to make Luke Cage work. Yes, exactly. So I'm excited for that. Mm -hmm. uh, and speaking of TV time, Miss Amy, Legion. What do you think? But um, TV time. Figured if I yelled it once, but if not, we move Watch on. Out. Yeah. <laughs> it's time for TV time. I love the swell there. There you go. Marvel movie news. We're talking TV time. So Amy. Yes. yes. How are you liking Legion? <laughs> I am going to be completely honest. Uh, oh. Uh, I talked about this on Marvel TV Weekly. Mm -hmm. I had to binge watch the first season, and I liked it for the most part. And then this season, the second season, has been mostly nice. Mm -hmm. There was this one episode where there was a singing mouse. Mm -hmm. And like since as you do exactly yes. since then it's just it hasn't been as exciting to me and All right. it's it's a little bit of a struggle but it's definitely different than okay. what we're used to seeing just in general 
from Marvel TV. So I'm going like to watch, I, and I'm going to be honest with the the whole audience, I probably won't have time to watch this till I watch it all, because I'm on episode, like, three. Uh, so I'm probably going to binge season two because it's just, and now that I'm so far behind, it feels like if I watch five hours, that's not enough. And then I just feel like I'd like it. Oh, the yeah. commitment is fear. Uh, <laughs> so I'm probably going to watch it all at once when it's over. Uh, I also haven't even been able to keep on Atlanta and Atlanta is my favorite show. And t- I love Atlanta more than anything else on television. And I haven't mm. had time to watch my favorite show. So I will be watching Legion at once. So when we get to like the finale or maybe the yeah, week or two after like, we can all. Like we did before with yeah. season one, you know, um, where we didn't necessarily talk about it every week, but once the finale happened, we set aside an amount of time and then we actually like broke things down. So, so we'll have like an episode devoted. Yeah. Uh, so everyone so that tweets us, that. we apologize. We can't do it mm. week to week. Uh, there's a lot of time and stuff, but we will give Legion its due. And I'm very curious to talk to you about a singing mouse. When I know <laughs> what that means. Guys, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But things we do have time for trailers. Like the new Cloak and we Dagger. We do have trailer. time for trailers because I see people in the chat room were like, Cloak and Dagger. Oh, yeah. We, we get Cloak there. and Dagger. How about Cloak and Dagger? Here's your Cloak and Dagger bah. trailer. Freeform. That we'll have to kind of talk over because that's how it goes. Audio. <laughs> what are you doing here? I need answers. I think this is one of my most anticipated shows of the year. Like, I think this is going to be, no. this is going to be so excellent. It looks so good every yeah. week, like every new thing. And I'm not, I'm not like having high expectations for it. I think I'm having the proper amount of expectations for yeah. it. I feel like this is going to be gripping. I feel like it's going to be gritty and real, but also it's going to have like all this vulnerability that goes with it. And Runaway set the bar so high for this mm. type of world, and I feel like they don't. This doesn't look like it's going to slip. Like, yeah, you know I mean, I know. it's just the maintaining of like quality. Yeah. It looks so good to me. I mean, with the actors that they have here, and then even with this trailer kind of blowing out the world a little bit yeah. with us and seeing just how they are kind of like nestled in danger. Uh, yeah. And what do you think, Amy? Well, I've actually seen the first four mm. episodes. There's jealousy on my face while the trailer's on. <laughs> and yes, I, I think you guys are, are in for a treat. Everyone in the chat as well. Everyone's super freaking pumped, which is awesome. But it's it's different, which I appreciate, and it's not in New York. Just wanna point that out. Yeah, you know, which I think we should nice. have we well, should yeah, have more things that aren't in New York or aren't exactly. in, aren't in you know the United States. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. My thing about Cloak and Dagger is one, it's a characters I never expected to see because I knew them from like Maximum Carnage. Like I read Maximum Carnage and I was introduced to Cloak and Dagger and they were really interesting and cool, but I never mm. thought like they'd get their own show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and two. When I watched Runaways, that was the first show that I felt old because I identified with the parents instead of the kids. <laughs> this is the first show that I've been like, man, I wish I was young now. Because, like, kids get this. <laughs> I got Smallville, which was amazing. But I had one show. Kids today. Kids today get, like, ten. Man. Like, how great does that look? Imagine being, like, 14. Like, the r- perfect age for, like, a freeform show. Or to, like, identify with Cloak and Dagger and be like, oh, here's an amazing Cloak and Dagger show with great production value and, like, great morals and ethics. I think that's excellent. So good. And that's probably why Runaways is so incredibly like um, versatile mm-hmm. and then also accessible because, uh, yeah, you can identify with the parents or you can identify with the kids yeah. at the same time in the same show. So brilliant. So I think I think Cloak and Dagger looks really good. That yes. trailer keeps Looking with the dark, gritty vibe. Uh, I'm really excited to watch that one. I, yeah. I, it's probably going to be a little easier to watch on a weekly basis than uh, Legion where you have to be like, writing a thesis be like let me remember what happened here and be like oh no i didn't actually see the last episode stop yeah stop. <laughs> which is a good and a bad thing i just i'm excited for cloak and daggers like yeah <laughs> and uh you know a lot of fun stuff like in that actual trailer like um you know how what big part will rocks on mm-hmm. be with you know this particular world uh, for me for cloak and dagger i actually got introduced to them through runaways oh cool yeah through brian k Vaughn's runaways and then i was like oh hey who are these two characters and like Oh, let me go back. Yeah. <laughs> let me look at some of their stuff and be like, wow, this is cool and really messed up mm-hmm. in that good way. Yeah. In yeah. that perfect way. Yeah. Like with the with the trailer itself, um, I I enjoy the religious like overtones that they have on it. And then it's like them busting outside of conventions where it's like, um, you know, we'll show them a divine pairing. Yeah. Type of a thing. And then like the imagery, some of the imagery like in that trailer is so so strong oh it's beautiful yeah like when you have tyrone um it's just a flash of it but it looks like tyrone is running away from um police or Mm -hmm. like some sort of swap members and then there's a noose right there 
in the foreground. And um, just like it looks like maybe there's like Louisiana like around them or it's just like a wooded area around. It's like that is visceral. Yeah, that is a that is a visceral image. And it's like, oh, my God. And then that couple that together with the scene where you have um, just I, I, I forget the I think we went over the cast list before, but I don't remember who the actor is or what the title was. But it was um, he was firing at Tyrone while Tyrone ran down an alleyway. Mm. And then Tyrone, you know, utilized his power probably instinctually as opposed to actively yeah. to then um, transport himself at that moment before he got shot in the back. And the powers are so cinematically perfect. Like, the power sets, I wouldn't yeah. I wouldn't have thought, like, Cloak and Dagger, what a great set to film. Like, you know, like mm-hmm. it's just so visually stunning. Like, the light versus dark is about as obvious and literal as it gets, and I never thought of Cloak and Dagger. Like, it's like, <laughs> oh, what if light versus dark was a thing? And it's like, a power of dagger of light and a cloak. Like, it's so, ah, I can't wait for Romeo and Juliet with powers. So <laughs> yeah. excited. It's it's going to be uh, it's going to be a heck of a time, and I'm looking forward to it. And the live chat is uh, all, and I love this about our live chat. Our live chat is all saying the shows they watched as kids, and oh. the range of ages. Like Leko JG is like, "That's me. I'm a kid right now." And then other <laughs> people are like, "In '91, I had the Flash. JSOP had uh, you know anima- animated shows, and Zion. Like, I just love that we." encompass like 40 different years of different television in the live chat and everyone gets along so thank you as always because we're all nerds we're one tribe merry marvelites you guys are great uh speaking of a tribe agents of shield is a show (laughs) it's coming back for another season it is not apparently doing the thing i wanted it to where the snap caused half the season to fall away into dust and half the characters to go. (laughs) But it is getting a half season, which we briefly talked about last week. Mm -hmm. uh, And it is coming out in summer 2019, which is why they don't have to worry about the snap. Because Mm -hmm. it is coming out after we find out what is going on in Avengers 4. So that's pretty cool uh, as far as, like, they don't have to worry about... The the thing with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is that sometimes they have to time stuff with the movies, and that makes Mm -hmm. it really difficult. This gives them a lot more freedom. Yeah. So I'm excited. And, you know, um, I'm I'm not... I'm not mad at it. No, I'm really, I'm really not. Uh, it's Marvel has done so excellently, <laughs> so excellently. And then uh, we also have, you know, Marvel Netflix, yeah. you know, Ant-Man on the Wasp coming up. Yeah. It's okay if there's kind of a pause with things for us to do, you know, yeah. uh, kind of breathe, kind of, you know, re go back over things. Um, something I don't know if we uh, discussed it or not last show. I kept on meaning to, uh, I forget who tweeted me about it though, where they were like, Hey, I'm finding it's, it's a hard time for me to be able to rewatch things in the MCU mm. because I know what happened in infinity war. And I was like, I completely understand about that. For instance, I can, I, I, I loved watching Thor Ragnarok before infinity war. I can't finish it. It's just one of those things. Hmm. I kind of need time. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Like because, we talked about where we were like, <sighs> yeah, I just, I just kind of need time. I mean, um, I haven't had an issue with watching Black Panther, but that's because it's Black Panther. <laughs> so, you know, there's that. But, like, um, there's other movies in the MCU. I just, I, I haven't been as joyful with rewatching, or I just had to kind of stop it where I'm like, oh, you know what? Not today. Yeah. Let's put this on. So, so you know, speaking of which, you know, we have our sister's show, you know, DC Movie mm-hmm. News and everything. I'm very excited with what DC could um, be doing in that time with, yeah. like, why Marvel takes this pause. I like, really am excited Marvel's taking Comic-Con a Comic-Con pause. Yeah. So it's, like, it'll be DC's time to, like, I want like, DC really to have, shine. like, a slate of ten movies announced that are all, like, with directors and actors. Like, I, 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 I'd Specific love Specific directors and visions yeah, would like be great. Yeah, a structure to their universe. Maybe a little less team, a little more focused mm-hmm. would be awesome. Like, also, I'm looking forward to the Aquaman trailer. Oh, I can't wait. That'd, I, that'd Comic-Con's be gonna be nice. a great time for DC to shine, I think it will. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in image news, Spawn! Jamie Foxx is Spawn! <laughs> Jamie Foxx is Spawn, you guys! And uh, I will make that relevant because Jamie Foxx is Electro in Spider-Man, and therefore that's canon in the Marvel Universe, and Spawn was in Todd McFarlane, who drew Spider-Man, so Todd McFarlane plus Electro equals its canon, so Spawn is Jamie Foxx, which is great. Welcome to the And amalgam. we can talk about it here! The Amalgam Universe! <laughs> Jamie Foxx is Spawn! <laughs> so, I just, I, I have no image show to say that. How excited I am for that on. So, I'm going to say it here. He's um, also he's also been after this role for the past uh, five years, I believe. He's been gunning for it. Um, amazing. Yeah, nice. the funny thing about the role is that actually uh, Spawn doesn't play, like, a huge role in the in his own film. He's actually going to be more like a Jaws, where they're going to, like, hide their shark. <laughs> they're going to hide their shark for the most part, and it's going to be a detective going after 
Um, like I guess the remnants of a Spawn's wake, in a sense. I'm okay with Interesting. the comics. Interesting, yeah. I enjoy. There's a bunch of comic storylines with the the two cops like pursuing Spawn, and oh, I would what? love if because they wanted Leo for for the skinny one, uh, and if they got Jamie Fox, I mean, come on, keep getting your Oscar winners. Yeah, I believe Twitch, <laughs> Twitch, and Sam is their name. Yeah, I think is, so. Are the characters are I'm guessing are going to be gunning for Spawn, and that's what it's going to be. It's going to be like a cat and mouse kind of hide the shark kind of movie that'd be so dope and uh, i'm all for it yeah and i'm not gonna lie to you guys if comic-con is as dc-tastic as marquee and i hope it'll be uh-huh. expect a dc uh marvel movie news special because why not yeah because y'all seem to really enjoy that when we had that before yeah. where it's like we're gonna make it a thing totally do that again yeah it's great so i I'm, I'm real hype uh so before we leave our show today uh motorola friend of the show, Collider mm-hmm. Heroes fan, and all-around awesome dude who gave us amazing art at WonderCon, which I keep not giving to Marquia because I'm the worst. It's his birthday today! <laughs> Happy birthday! Happy birthday, Motorola! And he's about to celebrate a birthday uh, anew because he's having a little Marvelite, which is very exciting. Uh, so... Anything we want to Mar- do, Marvel, Marvel, Marvel yeah. babies, little Marvel babies, Marvel babies. Uh, uh, my best friend we... actually had a, a Marvel baby recently. My best friend in the world, I was the best man at his wedding, and he named his kid Parker after Spider Man. So my best, my best friend's got a little Marvel light named Parker, That's super which I fun. love. I like it. So what kind of what kind of birthday do do we just do like birthday birthday? Let's just do birthday birthday. Okay. Let's do birthday birthday. Is that for, a song? For, for for Joey. No no no. Just like <laughs> happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Motorola. I'm looking forward to uh, getting your art, whatever Koi gets it to me. <laughs> <laughs> but happy birthday, my man. Um, oh, but yeah, let me do shout outs. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's do questions. And uh, then, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so shout outs. Uh, we have <laughs> Quite Terrific at Mr. Terrific 2. Bark. <laughs> Sunk Ship at Birds underscore what are they? That guy just, he, he mixes it up and it's always impressive. <laughs> he does. Um, I'm still waiting for somebody to utilize all of the characters. All the way through? I know. Yes. It, uh, it happened. Sean McCurley at Sheen, oh, Shinobi SMM. Uh, Ryan Street at RyeBread8484. Jenny M at Jennifer Moore 3. Uh, Tenebris Knox at Knox underscore Vitae. Uh, Laura H. Horsefall at Laura H. Horsefall. AJ Farinad at Cadbane1996. Shamel Anthony J. Sundara at ShimJ9. Uh, Michelle E3 at, oh, Michelle, at I Am Chubby Bunny. Uh, Lico at J-O-R-G-B, uh, R-G-P. Uh, Mike Verderame at Mike Verderame 1. Chunky at Chunky Dunk UK. <laughs> uh, and our question here, um, oh, and actually I think we probably answered this. Um, at Joshua Never Josh, obviously she's going to go red and blue, right? This is in reference to Captain Marvel's costume. Mm. Otherwise, uh, Fury's pager would have had her logo in green. Yeah, it's her origin suit. Yeah. Uh, that's green. And, then... and can we talk about the fact that he had like a 90s style pager that Just was in ready. color? He was ready with it. It was in color, though. Shield was in color in the 90s. It was in color. The future of the past. It's like, how did they get a, a pager that was in color? It was like a, the, they had the first Game Boy Color technology. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, think about it. Like every um, TV show that you see, like ER, and they have like their beepers mm-hmm. and everything. It's like it's a green screen with black lettering. And like barely visible black lettering. Barely Pagers visible. Rough. Yeah. It's like all I can think of is like calculators where you can put like, what was it, 80085 yeah. in it. So that's Boobless. like. <laughs> uh, then we have two other questions yes. that uh, Amy sent us over. Uh, Aaron Wilkerson, what's up, dude? Uh, sent, when do you think Feige and Friends will announce the names of the movies for the next slate of MCU films? I hope never. Uh, I want them to be announced as they come out or like Marquis and I were joking two weeks after Avengers 4 I really want to be surprised. I would love if they announced like two at a time. Yeah. Uh, the big slate for me is a little too revealing. I have no problem with that. Um, do you have the second question? Yeah, uh, and Ed Keats asked, do you think going forward the MCU will ever at least acknowledge what's happening in New York with Daredevil, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones in their movies? Um, I'm okay with them not. I feel like they... I mean, what they, do they, they, so they could do, they could do like a little not to it or so, but I mean, it's, it's kind of like... I kind of think of it in the sense of... Um, all right, you have these these epic superheroes, and they're they're having to deal with all this. I mean, portals opening mm-hmm. in space, and they got sky holes. Netflix has ground holes. Totally, you know, probably scrolls soon. And I kind of think of um, what Luke Cage and Jessica Jones and all. I, I kind of think of them more as you know first responders. Yeah, you know, and and it's like uh, we do a nod to first responders, but if you're like these epic level superheroes dealing with all this stuff and like galactic stuff, you're not necessarily going to be able to name drop or say specifically, hey, isn't there a bulletproof guy somewhere? Yeah. You know? Um, so I, I, I'm I, okay with them not worrying about fitting that in. 
at all because we know that they're there and we know that they're in the same world because they reference the incident and the incident like it, it's kind of like pointing up like the the smaller ones mm-hmm. would go oh god that thing in new york where's the thing in new york those folks like for me spider-man homecoming kind of answered all that for us because spider-man homecoming when iron man was literally at a, a party or driving and he's telecommunicating with mm-hmm. spider-man because he's handling like you know, getting churros and rescuing bikes. Like, he's dealing with street-level stuff that's only, you know, adjacent to Luke Cage's and Iron Fist and Jessica Jones, like, all that stuff. So I feel like Spider-Man Homecoming, that's more likely to reference Daredevil than, like, the Avengers would. So in Homecoming, they even reference that Happy is the one that deals with Spider-Man, not (laughs) Tony. So I feel like it's that kind of power thing. Like, there's just not the time. Yeah, yeah. There. I mean, doesn't mean that the sentiment isn't there. It's like you know, definitely appreciate that they don't have to go down and do anything like that. But it's just like, uh, while the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man could definitely, you know, be kind of a connection. Saving bikes, getting churros. (laughs) Uh, Any other questions from the live chat or anywhere? No, but a lot of people had uh, tons of ideas for, you know, who could be Captain Britain. Ooh, hit us. um, Ed Scrine. Oh, he's great. From Daredevil. Uh, Deadpool. From Daredevil. For Uh, shame, Francis, also known as Ajax. Ajax, yeah. (laughs) And funny enough, I just spoke with him uh, in Darkness, mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. came out on Friday, so mm-hmm. that's, a, that's a movie. So he's in that one. Um, he's great. Yeah, he's really sweet, too. Um, let's see what else. I mean, people were talking about DC movies. Okay. And what okay, they would like cool. to see. So Wonder Woman 2, Shazam. Obviously. Oh, yeah, with, um, uh, uh, was it Levy? Zach Levy? Z- was it what? Zach Levi? Zachary Levi? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. With the, I say with the... The, I said the name wrong. Levy. <laughs> like like the song. <laughs> we drove down to the Levy. <laughs> He's a New Orleans version. Stardrew has a very, very important question. Oh. oh. okay. How many times did Koi watch Deadpool 2? So far? <laughs> Five. Okay, so I saw it twice the press screening, okay. and then I went opening night because I needed to, mm-hmm. obviously. Mm-hmm. And then I also have Movie Pass, so that makes for the next one. Mm-hmm. And then a bunch of my friends had seen it once, but they wanted to see it with me a second time because I said it was a good second time movie. Right. And since I was the one that convinced me it was a good second time movie, they wanted me to go with them to tell them all the things that. And that time was really cool because mm-hmm. it was uh, like the theater was mostly empty, so I got to be like, "Hey, that's a Gail Simone reference." Oh, by the way, that reference is, oh, that Ryan Reynolds is the voice of Juggernaut. Like, so I got to be, like, Easter egg guy for my friends that don't know the deep cut stuff. So and, and I was I an audio commentator. they enjoyed that. They asked me to. They asked me okay. to. Okay. Because it was their second time I fit. So or I wasn't like, you're sitting there, I'm ruining this. Sitting there, like, super happy to be like, hey, you're going to laugh coming up. Because no, no, they asked for the commentary. They asked, <laughs> okay, get ready that. for this part. No one likes that guy. No one. <laughs> Oh, wait This part's it. so funny. Yeah. Shoot, shut up. No, no, it was intentional <laughs> audio commentary. So five times, all with different reasons. Um, you know, I saw Black Panther six times in theater, so you're going to have to see Deadpool 2 at least one oh, six times whoa. in theater. Shots fired. Saying, Shots fired. I'm just saying. <laughs> I like my character more than you like yours if you only see it five times. Chloe, go for ten. Go for ten. The Infinity Gauntlet's been thrown down. <laughs> He's going to come in here like next time, like when we have, you know, special guests. I've seen it like, nine times. Nine times. <laughs> I'm going to tell Mob Guy yelled the nine times I've seen and it. And I'll be like, well, guess what? Black Panther's still in theater, so I saw it three more times. We like, Back to the drawing board. We don't have time for Legion, but we spend 20 hours in each of our movies. Like, we go to the same theater, like, I'm going to see it five today. Yeah, well, I'm going to see it ten. Prepare for my triple feature. The ushers are like, go home. Please. Like, no, give me my ticket so I can take it in to show him. You're welcome. Uh, so, yeah, so, anything else? Yes. Yeah. Zeno Hour has a question. Who should direct Moon Knight and who should play Moon Knight? Ooh. This is not a small question. That is a huge question. Uh, I always wanted Jake Gyllenhaal until uh, uh, Mysterio, I think, is great. Um, I want James Wan. I want James Wan to direct Moon Knight because I think he'll bring that proper amount of suspense and character to it. Um, I love what he he brought to... uh, It was Insidious, right? Yep. Yeah, I love what he brought to that. I think that he would be able to balance that amount of action with just that psychological, like, awesomeness that you can have with Moon Knight and I want it to be in the style of like the raid meets Judge Dredd for the action scenes part of it and when I say Judge Dredd I don't mean <laughs> I don't mean Sylvester Stallone Judge Dredd <laughs> I mean I mean the one I think it's Carl still Urban. on Netflix Carl Urban yeah, yeah. I think it's still on Netflix Philby. so it's like there um, and then uh, I'll think about who I want to play Moon Knight while Koi answers uh, Rami Malek to play Moon Knight 
Ooh, that is an excellent one. Uh, and then in the visual style of Raiders of the Lost Ark meets The Matrix meets Wonder Woman. So classic visuals, polished style, frenetic action, broad scope. Okay. Uh, and then that would be either a speedy, speedy Soderbergh style, like a frenetic energy. He can juggle a lot of actors well. He's really good at team movies. And if Moon Knight is playing, you know, three different versions of himself, it's almost a team in himself. If they go like four or five, that's even better. Uh, so Soderbergh, uh, the Wachowskis, because the Wachowski sisters are really good at like, like you know, the uh, Sense8. I would love to see how they handle something like a character that's singularly like that. Or, um... Oh, shoot. What's, uh, those are my two for now. Yeah. Oh, I was better at the director than like who I want. Okay. So the, the type of actor that I want to play Moon Knight, I want it to be someone, um, attractive, but not in the, in the conservative attractive way. You know, the player was like chiseled jaw and everything. I want him to be attractive in a different way. Um, because he's also, you know, a billionaire, Mm -hmm. um, kind of a thing. And I want an actor that would be able to play that twisted psyche where it's like it's just kind of off but it's off in that way that you kind of want to um look at those layers you know so whoever that actor is that you're thinking i'm not thinking oscar isaacs i saw in the chat room somebody brought that up where i'm not thinking like that but if that makes sense to you feel free to tweet me or i've got a crazy director Okay. And it's very specific, and people will be upset. Okay. Think of digital push-ins. Think of long zooms. Think of dark. Think of gloomy. Think of tight dialogue. Think of very, very frenetic action. Think of, like, this, like, ambiance of, like, ugh, David Fincher. Like, the game plus social networks pacing. And all under that Zodiac umbrella of dread. Because the whole time you watch Zodiac, you're just like, I'm upset. And Moon Knight is is someone who's not ever happy. He's, like, trapped in his own mind. And yeah. you're dealing with, like, the superhero stuff. I think David Fincher could make a really cool Moon Knight. I, I think that's very... I, I enjoy that choice. Yeah. I enjoy that choice. So it, I, it, all, it, all, it all depends on the medium, too. Like, I'm mm-hmm. thinking, like, a Marvel Netflix. <laughs> I'm thinking, like, this whole time that I'm thinking uh, for Moon Knight as opposed to a full-fledged movie. Well, obviously, David Fincher would be a full-fledged well, movie. Well, Fincher just went over to Netflix and did a full series. Ah. And he started House of Cards. He did the first two episodes of House of Cards. I've never watched House of Cards. Cards. It's really good. Never watched And now it. is a good reason to jump on because it's going to be Robin Wright Penn doing House of Cards. She's taken over as president because Kevin Spacey Ooh. is uh, well, Kevin you know. Spacey. And yeah. Christopher Plummer wasn't available. Uh, no, but Robin, Robin, Robin Wright taking over House of Cards is one of the most brilliant moves ever because the show from the beginning was like, oh, look who's a better president. It's kind of like Ant-Man and the Wasp where they're like, look who can do the job better. And now she gets to come back and like be the best president. I'm so excited. Uh, also, Robin Wright Penn uh, in the MCU somewhere. Oh, and I, love I, I love all of these choices. These are good because it's like um, it's it's specific visions. Yeah. And it's like it's also people with enough clout behind them that you you want them to be able to put that and make that happen. Agreed. So it's like um, we would be seeing a James Wan or we would be seeing a David Fincher. The Duffer Brothers. The, what? the Duffer Brothers. The Duffer Brothers. The Stranger Remind Things. Me. Oh, oh. Because they, they do like a very 80s Moonlight. style and they, they can do it long form. Like an 80, a 80 style Marvel's Netflix Moon Knight. Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? And it's about? like, so we're talking like Stephen King flavor. We're talking like gritty, uh, skews a little younger than I would have originally thought, but the right, mystery right, right. and the adventure elements and all that stuff. I think that's a, I think that's completely viable. Because they need to, like, not just do another kid show. Like, like Dick Donner didn't do Goonies and then more Goonies. He did yeah. Lethal Weapon. He did, like, he branched out. So Duffer Brothers go more adult, and they go, well, that'd be rad. Oh, that's cool. I mean, so well, I, guess, like 10 I, guess we just, I guess we just need to have Moon Knight happen. I guess that's, <laughs> that's really what it all boils down to. Yeah, that, that's the best. <laughs> it's like the those move, ideas guys. are out there. So it's like, uh, talk to those directors and let's have this done. So I guess uh, for our absolute final thing that we're going to do is um a very special birthday and tandy newton and mcu anywhere but um yes a very special birthday that amy how did you not tell us it was your birthday how did you not tell us a very happy birthday i'm guessing what kind of birthday do you want a sexy birthday shout out whatever you guys guys feel like yeah aunt anthony not to put you on the spot but we're gonna do a sexy (laughs) birthday shout out for our associate producer Amy Cassandra Martinez. As soon as you're ready. We're as ready as we ever are for the sexy shout outs. Yeah. And I see in the chat room, I'm sure somebody brought up Catherine Bigelow by now. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> she's she's usually a name. Uh, Aaron Sorkin, I see, is in there. Yeah. Duffer Brothers Young Avengers is a great idea. Oh, there it is. Duffer. 
Well, hello, Amy Cassandra <laughs> Martinez. Amy Cassandra Martinez. Associate producer extraordinaire mm-hmm. and Marvel nerd for Marvel TV Weekly. She makes those rundowns so big, girthy, and long. Well, here it's your birthday. You're a year wiser. A year nerdier. Now, the live chat and people watching all around the world be very <laughs> upset to know that you're a married woman, but that doesn't stop this us here from true. making sure you feel that sweet, sweet birthday love from sweet, sweet birthday a love. bunch of strangers while you're on a couch. <laughs> <laughs> on the cosmic couch. Oh, riding that cosmic couch thoroughly. <laughs> because we love what you do and we love what you bring. So have a very merry, sexy birthday. <laughs> Amy. Happy birthday, Amy. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, guys. <laughs> oh, you guys are fun. Well, uh, that was the uh, moment of the day. Yep, and, yep. Uh, <laughs> so we're, we're fired now. Yep, I'm, I'm never not embarrassed after a sense of, like There hasn't been one where I was like, well, that went well. <laughs> no, never, uh, never. I, remember, I remember there was one sexy birthday shout out like halfway through I'm like uh, please be over 17 yeah yeah I remember being like, like oh god oh the god. audience <laughs> we know she's married and she's over 18 both important Barely. factors no I'm just kidding nope <laughs> she turned people, 19 today yes no Friday. a lot of people were asking me my age and I mean that's it, it, not important exactly and I was like it's, I'm 59 actually <laughs> yeah. so. between 18 and 80 it's where I like to live. Yeah, yes. you're you're 59. Koi's 71. I'm 69. Make there it, it work. is. Make it work. Sorry, guys. Spoiler alert. Wait, I'm going to change that to 70. I'm going to change that to 70. <laughs> There's the internet. There's the safety internet I said protocols. 70 first. 70. <laughs> I said 70. So this has been our very uh, erroneous scattered week of news. It was not the big this week because it is post-Infinity War, post-Deadpool, uh, and pre-Comic-Con. So the next few weeks, probably just scattered stuff going around. Uh, but in the meantime, where can they find you on the internet, birthday girl? On all social media media at amy cassandra mtz feel free to follow me on twitter i have been binge watching parks and rec it's so good oh, it's so, so freaking good. good i guess i gotta start yes. it's so good it's <laughs> like i'm halfway through season seven and i've gotten to the point where i'm like i need no. to slow down yeah because if this ends what is my free time treat oh. yourself treat yourself, treat yourself. <laughs> yes yes it's I, so good i was on season two on Friday. Oh my god. And I'm on four. It's taken me four months, but I respect that cause. Good god, that's oh impressive. You're like five seasons. The, the furthest I got was uh, the <laughs> filibuster episode with uh, oh, Amy. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. With Pat Oswalt? Yeah, so that's that's the furthest I got. I don't know what season that was in. I think it was like season four? one. Okay. You were no. pretty good. Like oh, was four. I? Yeah. yeah I don't okay, then I guess I was watching it pretty regularly, but I... Yeah, it's a good yeah. show. It's After good the show. filibuster just fell off, that's all I did. It, oh, there wasn't anything like, back. I'm not watching it. It's funny long. to see Chris Pratt go from Andy Dwyer <gasps> to Star-Lord Skinny. Like, all of a sudden, he's like, what'd you do? I stopped drinking beer. <laughs> Spelt. <laughs> I like his gifts when he's from... He's so good. <laughs> Where can they find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Markeia McCarty. That's M-A-R-K-E-I-A-M-C-C-A-R-T-Y. Um, I've been um, blessed with a lot of RPGs lately. So if you are at all interested in getting in um, RPGs, for instance, tonight at 8 p.m., uh, we'll be on front page of Twitch. I'm at Hyper RPG for a Doctor Who RPG. Um, I will be playing uh, a person in the world. It is a greatest showman circus type of Doctor Who episode that's going to happen. Um, And if you go into the Hyper uh, Hyper RPG chat room, they are so super positive, kind of like y'all are, you know, but y'all are more awesome. Sorry. Um, But they, they even like regularly just gift out subs to people that just join the chat room. So you could get like, possibly get a free month of um, Hyper RPG. And then you can see me on Mondays at Hyper RPG. Um, I will be GMing for them for 10 candles. That'll be um, Monday, uh, June 4th and uh, June 11th. Uh, 10 candles is a tragic horror RPG. And I'm going to put them through their paces. This is going to be, I'm going to give them a lot of hope, but oh, they're, they're going to have to work for that hope. Um, and then also um, this Wednesday at 9 p.m. at Geek and Sundry, I will be GMing a Weave Society. If you've uh, kept up with Weave Society at all, it's a very cool um, card game slash app-based 
uh, you know, system. And I do recommend for you to join for that one because I am putting them through their paces with a Guardians of the Galaxy-esque adventure. It would be a space adventure called Custodians of the Universe. <laughs> so, I mean, join me on that. That's going to be fun. And I, I'll tweet it out later, too. And I'm Koi Jandro. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at C-O-Y-J-A-N-D-R-E-A-U. I found out the thing that I've been hyping that I could tell you soon. I cannot tell you to the end of June. But the end of June, the last week of June, I can finally tell you what I've been doing. Uh, it is not RPG-based, but I'm, I've never RPG'd, so I'm actually curious. I'm going to have to find out what that's all about through Marquia. Uh, you can also find me here every week, and you can find me on Instagram where I have my weird Insta review situation. And... Uh, we'll be having some special guests coming soon. We're scheming all that up and schedules are madness, but mm-hmm. uh, we'll also be planning a watch along and a another fan meetup stuff soon. So we're going to try to be more interactive and definitely tweet us, talk to us about all this stuff. And until then, we will see you next week. Thanks, guys. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the owners or principals.